After the past few weeks of Not Your Average Globetrotter, I wanted to pull things back into what Not Your Average Globetrotter is actually all about. Talking about living abroad, not talking about going anywhere, talking about actually being somewhere. So as the final video of this year, I wanted to talk about some of the things that I actually do enjoy about living on the other side of the world. Roll that intro. Forgive me if I sound a little funny this week and if this video is a little bit short, I've been under the weather and almost wasn't going to make a video at all, but in the years that I've been doing this, I've only ever missed a few weeks and I didn't want to let this one be one of them. But the first thing that I enjoy is that each day is a new adventure in some way. Maybe not a big adventure, but an adventure through food, of course. Got to talk about food. This is what we're all about here on Not Your Average Globetrotter, or what I'm all about on Not Your Average Globetrotter. Or maybe even not just on Not Your Average Globetrotter, but life in general. There are certain things that are quite important in this life. But to be able to just simply walk down the street in a location that is so different from the one where you were raised is an absolute treat in and of itself. Being able to go and try a new pastry, to be able to go and try a new cafe, maybe even going to a cafe because maybe where you're from, the cafe culture is so different or doesn't exist like it does in some parts of the world, especially if you are in Europe where cafe culture is so prevalent. And you start to look at the way that you live your day-to-day -day life a bit differently than maybe what you did back home. I mean, even something as simple, like I was saying about the cafes, maybe you'll end up meeting some friends of yours at a cafe or a restaurant and use these public outdoor spaces or public indoor spaces that are available instead of bringing people into your living room, especially if you're from a country like the US where you tend to have a bit more space and can more easily entertain in your home. Being able to do so in a European apartment might not always be the easiest to do. Another thing that I really do enjoy about living abroad is along the lines of adventure. I mean, this continues actually kind of the, the previous idea, but being able to explore a new culture, to explore a different culture, or even to an, explore your ancestral culture, to explore parts of the country and the people where your family may have come from. I mean, having family both from Italy and Portugal, I can say that it is very fascinating to me to get to see both of these countries who have lived in Italy and also now to be living in Portugal. My family's connections were always felt stronger to Italy, but I do also have family that does come from Portugal and I do have roots actually not far from here. So for me to be able to have the opportunity to get to know this country a bit better, to explore the culture and what it looks like in this day and age, and to even get to know maybe some of the, the historical details about why it is that my family would have left and what would have led to them having an interest to move elsewhere. So even though in many episodes of Not Your Average Globetrotter, I do focus specifically on Italy or Portugal, this entire project is not solely about these places. You can take some of the information that I've spoken about in many of these episodes and be able to transpose them onto others. I mean, of course, there are going to be certain things that are very specific, or maybe even certain things that are specific to my set of circumstances. But I think regardless whether you have an ancestral tie or not to a certain place, being able to have the opportunity to get to know the culture and to be able to get to know the people of that place is really 
something that can expand your horizons in a way that you might not have realized possible. Even to get into how people live their lives, how they drink their morning coffee, or what are some of the social norms in the place where you are residing and how they can very much differ from where you're from. There's a lot to learn, and I find these little things very fascinating. No matter what country you're in, there are certain things that tie groups of people together, nationalities or regional differences and cultural differences that may have to do with, uh, well, say here in Portugal. And having lived here now in the north of Portugal for a couple of years, <laughs> I can say even the expletives that are commonly used on a day-to-day -day basis, or I guess especially here in Braga, is something that I've come to find actually quite fun and quite endearing. <laughs> it's, it's when you first are getting to know the language, you're first hearing people using the words that they use, it can be a little bit intimidating, but getting to know that maybe certain words are used like commas <laughs> might be used in a written sentence. You start to get another appreciation for the way that people communicate and the way that people process the world around them. I mean, they may not speak the same way in a place like Lisbon or Alentejo, whatever it may be, but to get to know some of the things that set the people apart where you're living from other parts of the nation where you're living actually can be fascinating to get to know and to try to understand why some of these differences may exist and even the little things such as how people express themselves. Another thing that I truly enjoy about living on the other side of the world is that actually from a young age, I knew that living in the U.S. was not something that I was going to do forever. And I actually did end up leaving quite young. I had an opportunity to leave at a young age. I could have chosen to have stayed in the U.S., but I ended up choosing to have an adventure around the world. And since then, I've lived in different countries, different places, with different peoples and different languages. But one of the really amazing things to me is being able to see, actually see the places, and I'm not talking about how I was talking about in the first part about a new adventure. I'm talking about getting to explore history and getting to explore architecture and to explore the physical aspect of what a place has to offer, the physical beauty, the built beauty, whatever it means in these aspects, to be able to see how the landscapes can differ, to get to see how the mountains around you may reach up to the sky in a different way than what you might be used to, or maybe there are no mountains around you at all. And for me, having lived in the northwest of the U.S. and having also lived in the Alps, I mean, even to look at the differences between how the mountains reach up to the skies and the shapes of them, or even the, a place like the Dolomites. I mean, there are things that are very unique that you don't get to see in other parts of the world, or even the coastline of Portugal. The beauty of the coastline of Portugal is, to me, something truly wonderful and truly uh, spectacular to be able to get to experience. And there's a lot of shared aspects between different parts of the coastline and the, the various little beach, beach towns and villages and cities along the way that you can experience, but to also be able to see the water sports and how those things are enjoyed, or even, again, talking about the Alps, how people go hiking, even here in Braga, where I live now in Portugal, there are people who do go hiking or biking up in the mountains around here. And there are places where people do have those trails that they go to. But to be able to just see the landscape and to be able to see even the, the, the animals grazing in the grass, it's a gas. Baby, can you dig it? And I can truly say that I do feel as though that I've been given a blessing to be able to explore these places and to be able to uh, enjoy what 
is so different from where I grew up. And that, I guess, gets into this next point about the differences, to learn about the differences, to explore those differences, to analyze those differences, and to see how they sit with you. And for both the good times and the not-so-good times, the experience that were both positive and negative, I can say that I am truly grateful for all of them because they've made me who I am today and they've brought me to where I am today and how I can appreciate the different places that I've been and the different places that I plan to go and the places that I've been able to call home and what each of them offers and why or why not certain things may align with what it is that I need in life or that I would like to leave behind. And so this is what I'm kind of also talking about here is that you have the ability to look and see what works for you and what doesn't. And this is a point that I tried to get into in my previous video where it, clearly I didn't communicate this point well enough that the ideas that I have talked about so much on Not Your Average Globetrotter is to challenge yourself, challenge your thoughts, challenge your positions and challenge your opinions to see if the place where you are is truly the right place for you. Because as I've said so many times, living abroad isn't for everybody and there's no shame in going back to your own country or to move to a different country. It's not about giving up. It's about finding the place that is most in line with your needs. So that's why, for example, I don't have any plans to move to certain parts of the world or even to leave Portugal because I do feel as though that at the end of the day, based on the things that I would look for and based on the things that I know I need on a day-to-day -day basis, talking about lifestyle things here, certain aspects of being able to be a little bit laid back, to chill, and to be able to work to live rather than live to work, I think is a very important mentality difference that is shared by some countries in Southern Europe over other parts of the world, namely North America. So the lifestyle difference is yet another thing that I also truly enjoy and truly am grateful for to be able to take a day where I can enjoy what it is that is around me rather than having to jump into a car, drive an hour and a half across a city in bumper to bumper traffic. Granted, you can do that in different parts of Europe as well, but I think there are ways that you can try and set up your life in a way that you don't have to have some of those headaches in front of you. You may give up certain things like maybe having a certain comfort level that you might be accustomed to on the other side of the world or lifestyle and being able to go and go do things that you might otherwise do. But the trade-offs are there about what you gain in return. And so even though there might be things which I wouldn't say are perfect about anywhere, what are the things that you can deal with at the end of the day? And so even if a place isn't perfect, I can still say that there are certain things that I've come to find out which work for me and don't. And that is why I do truly enjoy living abroad. Thank you all so much for joining me for another episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter, as well as to those of you who've been helping to make these episodes possible on a monthly basis through patreon.com slash rafaeldifuria, the one-time donations through the thanks button here on YouTube, as well as rafaeldifuria.com slash support. I'm Rafael Difuria. Stay safe and healthy out there. Have a happy, healthy, joyful, and peaceful new year. And I will see you all next year. Later. Thank you.